Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September. And after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, I'm Lissa Figgins, and you're tuning in to the Repurposed After 40 podcast. If you're an after 40 woman, or will be one day, who struggles to keep all the plates spinning, I see you. And if you long to simplify the demands in your time, resources, and energy, this is the place for you. Each week, I invite you to push pause and join me to consider how to clear the clutter in your life, home, and business. We're all about creating a simplified and spacious life that allows you to do less and live more. One of the best tips I can give you is to start your day with a simplified morning plan that focuses on what matters most before the demands of the day take over. That's why I put together a free resource just for you. So be sure to visit lissafiggins.com forward slash AM or grab the link in the show notes. Now, let's dive into today's episode and create a simplified life. Well, hello again, friend. It's so good to be back after a few weeks away, creating space in my life for what matters most. Time away with my college-bound girl, exploring other countries and other cultures. And you know what? One thing I noticed is that people on the other side of the world just have less stuff in their life. So they waste a lot less of their life on managing and maintaining, and instead invest it in what matters most, people and experiences. I don't know about you, but that's how I want to live. So I'm back with an even deeper commitment to clearing the clutter in my own life and keeping it that way. So what about you? How have you been while I was away? Are you feeling spaciousness of less in your life along with that calm, peace, and contentment? Or does life still look the same for you? Or are the piles even higher? Chances are life might feel a little more like chaos stress, and discontentment. No worries. It's never too late. You can always choose to start now to intentionally remove what doesn't matter to create space for what does. And I promise your life will look and feel different. The most important step is just to get started. So no matter whether you've removed one, 100, or 1,000 items from your space, today, we're going to look at the next key to a simplified life, maintaining that spaciousness. 
And then stay tuned for how to take the time, resources, and energy that you freed up to invest in what matters most to you, which is the ultimate goal of all of this, right? But first, if you're just joining the series, or if you lost steam in the process, or if you need a reminder about why you started in the first place and why this even matters, let's look back first. Better yet, if you wanna take a deeper dive with bonus strategies, you can access my Simplify Your Stuff Summer Masterclass series replays for half off when you bring a friend free. Just visit lissafiggins.com forward slash summer or email the word summer to lissa at lissafiggins.com. And no worries if you're listening while you're driving or doing something else, I will drop those links in the show notes. But for now, let's just do a quick review. First, we started with the cost of more. More in our life is wasting our time, our money, and our energy. It causes us more stress. It leaves us feeling more comparison, more burden, and a whole lot more distractions. But the benefits of less means you have more to invest. You have more freedom, more contentment, more generosity, and more purpose. So let me ask you, which do you want? Then we dove into our misconceptions. It's not about giving it all away and practicing self-deprivation. It's not about keeping it all and just making it look better. Because remember, organizing is not the same thing as simplifying. It's about removing the excess to find place where enough is the place where enough is enough for you. Then we dove into talking about your purpose, because when you know your purpose, your reason for creating space, why you even want to save more, invest more, maybe you want to travel more or give more, then you can start focusing on the people and the passions and the purpose. And that's, what's going to get you moving, get you started, keep you going and help you to maintain this change in your life. Next, we took a look at understanding your motivations because it's not just enough to clean up the outside and look at, we have to look at the inside and the root of why you accumulate the stuff in the first place. Maybe for you, it's security. Maybe it's acceptance. Maybe it's contentment. And when you know, then you can redirect those needs to what will truly fulfill them. And then we got to work with owning less with 10 troubleshooting tips and how to try to live less by creating a temporary experiment to see what life is like with less. So if you want those, go back and listen to episode 73. The key, however, to any lifestyle change is how to maintain it. And that's what we're going to cover on this episode. But let me start with this reminder. It's about progress, not perfection. This is a marathon, not a sprint. In fact, I love this definition of success. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal or goal. That means every time you remove just one thing, you are living your simplified life. It's not just the end goal, right? It's about getting past that line where it's easier to keep going than to go back. And it's about this journey to finding what your enough is. So the question I'm often asked is this, okay, Lissa, this all sounds great and I'm getting started in the process, but how do I make it last? (laughs) Because if you're like me, every time I clear the clutter, gradually things go back into chaos, right? We talked about the law of entropy where things in the world tend to go from order to disorder because nature abhors a vacuum and something will always fill that space. It's just like releasing weight. I don't know about you, but I don't want to find it again. That's why I'm intentionally removing weight 
not just losing it. And the same is true when it comes to our stuff. When we put healthy habits in place, or we will default back to the ones that got you where you didn't want to be. And nobody wants that, right? So today let's focus on creating habits that will maintain your simplified life. So clutter never has a chance to creep in, at least not for very long, because every item you allow back in or you allow to come in or stay has a purpose and a place. I've simplified this into 10 tips inspired by the less of more book by Joshua Becker that we've been referring to all the series. And these will help you to maintain the spaciousness. And in my masterclass series, I've got a few bonuses. So let's get started with those 10 tips. Go grab your notes app or your notebook and let's jump in. You ready? Number one, make your bed like every day. First thing they say, successful people start the day with this simple habit because it's the first win of the day. And you know what else it does? It sets the standard for the rest of the day. How do you want your day and your life to feel? Do you want it to feel tidy or do you want it to feel cluttered? And then every time you walk past your bed, it will remind you of the simplified life that you want to create. Now, I know some mornings it seems like it's just easier to rush into your day, but taking a minute to do this will make all the difference. And in our house, I tried to institute a rule that the last person who gets up is the one who has to make the bed. However, even on the days when my hubby gets up after me and leaves the bed unmade, I still make it a priority to take just a few seconds and make my bed and see the difference that it makes. Because when you have an untidy bed, guess what happens in the room? Things tend to pile up, right? But when it looks neat and clean and put together, then it's amazing how you don't want to add anything to that. Number two, wash dishes right away. Now, the kitchen is a place where we spend a lot of time, and so dishes can pile up and render the counter and sink useless. We've talked about that before, right? Did you know it actually takes less time to quickly wash them than to load the dishwasher, wait for it to run, then unload it, put everything away? And I don't know about you, but again, I find that it sets the standard for my entire family. If one bowl gets left in the sink, it's like an open invitation to more, right? But if I take just a few seconds to wash that bowl, then it is an invitation to others to follow suit. We've actually been uh, unadvertently living out this experiment uh, without a dishwasher for about seven months now. It's not going to be forever, but we do need to figure out a few little uh, technicalities with our new flooring as to how we're going to get a new dishwasher into that space. But in the meantime, I'm seeing the difference that it makes in just washing those dishes right away and how that rip has ripple effect on my family. Number three, maximize garbage day, right? We all have one day a week when someone is coming to pick stuff up from our curb. So take that opportunity to recycle or throw away unwanted items and make the most of it by filling up your cans before you drag them out to the curb and ask what else can I quit get rid of before the garbage man comes by. I remember back in our early married days, we lived in an area that had spring cleaning days and those were my favorite because then you could put anything out by the curb, even if it didn't fit inside those garbage cans. And I often find some, found some treasures that other people were getting rid of that kept me from going into a store to fill that need in my own home. Number four, leave room in your closets, like intentionally leave room, because if your closets are already stuffed, what's going to happen? Your family, 
and you will just leave your stuff out and about, right? Think about coats, shoes, what your front closet looks like or your mudroom, right? If there's not space, then it will just get dropped in another space. And that pattern continues into the rest of the house. So instead, go ahead and clear out the closets where you want people to put things right away and leave some empty hangers because those are just calling out to be put to use. And it's a good reason to pare down to only the ones that you really need, like we've talked about in an earlier episode. Number five, keep surfaces clear. Here's where we're gonna come back to those counters, those dressers, those tabletops, because what do they do? They naturally attract stuff. It's easy to add to the pile, and soon that space, that surface, is rendered useless. So just like with the dishes, when one item gets left, it magnetizes others. Choose a surface, take everything off, sort it into put away, throw away, give away, and then commit to keeping it clear. Number six, use the two minute rule. I love this one from the Atomic Habits by James Clear. No pun intended, right? Like seven minutes is seven minutes is actually what, what I love that you can set a timer um, or you can just do the two minutes, which is shorter, right? Something is better than nothing because clutter is just procrastination sitting around. So decide that you'll take just two minutes to take care of something. It might even take you less than two minutes and then just do it. And you might even find that two minutes does turn into seven or 10 or 15 and you got a whole lot done and it feels a whole lot better. I promise it's usually easier than you thought it would be and it feels so much better. So just start with at least a two minute timer and see where that takes you. Number seven, deal with it right away. Cause here's the thing, why wait? Waiting only leads to more later. Remember our conversation about laundry? Why is it that we have no problem putting it in the washer and moving it to the dryer, but the folding and putting it away is so hard because we put it off. So make a rule to do it right away. Again, it's probably going to take less time than you thought. And then less is going to build up that in that space. And then you'll feel better. Number eight, keep the recycling nearby. We've talked about that area that builds up paper. So what if you just put the junk mail straight into the recycling? You'll have less clutter and less temptation. And when you finish that magazine or newspaper or bring home a flyer, decide if there's something you really want to put in your file. Now, let's be honest. How many times have you actually gone back to that magazine in the family room to grab the recipe? Wouldn't it be easier if that recipe was in the file in your kitchen and then get rid of the rest and help your counters and your tabletops and your, uh, and in your spaces to actually be clear. Number nine, put things away right away. Like the clothes are you, oftentimes we're tempted to drop them on the floor or on the chair. And then what happens when you need it, but it's not ready for use because it's soiled or smelly or not smooth. If you make a rule to put dirt, your dirty clothes in the laundry, not on top of it, like my husband did until we got an open basket or fold it to put it back in the drawer or hang it back in the closet. It'll be ready the next time that you need it. And if you have less clothes, there's less to put away. So let that help you clear out and simplify your closet. And number 10, do a nightly clean sweep. Make it a family ritual to do a clean sweep of your living and working areas before bed or better yet before dinner or before that family game or movie. 
When my kids asked if they could go outside or play a video game or watch something, my question and response was always this, are you free? Which meant, have you already put away anything that you had out from the last thing you did? No one feels like coming back to it later, especially the morning after. So were those helpful? Are you inspired to create healthy habits in your home to create and maintain a simplified life with your stuff? Maybe all 10 feel overwhelming. So just start with one, make it a habit, then add another and another. And before you know it, you'll have a sustainable, simplified lifestyle. Because remember, just like that weight you want to release, you don't want to find the clutter again. Whew. I know that was a lot in this episode, but without a plan to keep things going, all your great intentions and actions will be in vain. And that's not the point, right? You may want to go back and re-listen to this one again and share it with a friend whose life would benefit from simplifying too. And don't forget about my offer to grab the replays from the Simplify Your Stuff Masterclass series at half off when you bring your friend for free. In the masterclasses, we'll dive in deeper, talk about some bonus ideas, plus how to strategize simplifying your stuff with a family or others around you, especially for those of us who do not live alone. I guarantee when you put those things to work, your stuff will look different, your life will look different, and so will theirs. And next time, we'll take a look at how a simplified life carries over into other areas of your life besides just your physical space, besides just your stuff, how it can help things like your schedule, your finances, your systems, and most importantly, your purpose. So until then, my friend, start with these 10 tips to maintain a spaciousness in your life. And I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Repurposed After 40 podcast. I trust this episode inspired you with practical ways to clear the clutter once and for all. So you can invest your time, resources, and energy in what matters most. Because a simplified and spacious life allows you to breathe again and recommit to your purpose. Don't forget to grab your simplified morning plan to start your day focused, not distracted. You can find the link in the show notes below or on lissafiggins.com forward slash podcast. And may I ask a quick favor before you go? Posting, sharing, or reviewing this podcast helps us share the message with more women like you that a simplified life is possible. And until next time, my friend, remember, do less so you can live more.